Welcome back to Return to Truth Podcast. I'm your host, Clint Curry. If you haven't yet listened to our previous podcast episode, or season for that matter, then make sure you go back and give it a listen. The last episode we did is called Open Arms. That's on season two, episode two on Return to Truth. If this is your first time here with me, then thank you so very much for joining me today. If you've been here before, I appreciate your continued loyalty to the truth, this podcast, and for coming back for more. With the start of season two, you can now follow us or reach out to us on Instagram. That's at return underscore to underscore truth on Instagram. Just search the name and look for the logo. So feel free to drop us a question or even a shout out. As always, before we begin any episode, we need to ask God to guide us into a better understanding of his word so that we can understand him and who he is. So with that said, let's start off with a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for the time we get to spend within your word. Please reveal to us more about you. Father, we ask that you help us to always remember that you know everything that we do and that we can always come to you for forgiveness and hope. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The title of today's episode is Nothing Hidden. Luke chapter 8 verse 17 reads, For nothing is secret that will not be revealed, nor anything hidden that will not be known and come to light. A man by the name of Bernie Wint faked his own death by drowning in 1989 to avoid an unassumed jail sentence. He was on vacation with his fiancée and daughter in Florida when he went for a swim and never came back. But then, 20 years later, he was stopped for a traffic violation. He gave a fake name and was arrested on suspicion of driving without a license and giving false information. He eventually opened up and explained that he had been on the run for two decades. In another story, 31-year-old Donnie Rudd, a month after he married 19-year-old Noreen, the teenager was found dead on a country road. She left behind $120,000 in life insurance benefits to her husband, who wasted no time in moving in with a different woman. But Donnie Rudd was not charged until he was 76. His wife's death was initially ruled an accident in 1973. But then in 2013, it was classified as a homicide after an autopsy. Rudd was charged with first-degree murder in 2015. Both of these individuals thought they were in the clear. They thought they could get away with it, or so they thought. But as we just read, that was not the case at all. Just when you think you're safe, that's when it crumbles beneath you. There is no place you can hide. There is no place you can run. It's true and quite literal with God. You may be able to elude man all the days of your life, but not God. God knows all and sees all. Even if we could think of the most secluded and remote place in the universe, God is already there. More than that, God knows our every secret, our very thoughts and actions before we even begin. You can't keep secrets from God. You can't keep sin from God. Even secret sins are serious sins. 
Luke chapter 12 verses 2 through 3 reads this, For there is nothing covered that will not be revealed, nor hidden that will not be known. Therefore whatever you have spoken in the dark will be heard in the light, and what you have spoken in the ear in inner rooms will be proclaimed on the housetops. So God is always armed and always in tuned to who you really are and what you have done. Trying to hide sin from God is like running away from your shadow. You can never get away from it. This should give some people hope, and others, well, fear to be honest. Hope in the fact that, as it says in Numbers 32.23, be sure your sin will find you out. And fear in the fact that it says in Romans 12.19, vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. It is in the wording, be sure your sin will find you out, that is revealed the understanding of sin. It's not really whether or not others discover your sin, it's that your sin will discover you. You cannot outrun the consequences of it. Sin carries within itself the power to pay the sinner back. In other words, justice will be served. You can't run from God. Without justice, there can be no love. And we all know God is love. Oh yeah, I almost forgot. You can't ignore it either. I remember many of the times I thought to myself, I will think about that later. I can just put it off, put it on the back burner and ignore it. So many people out there are doing the exact same thing. Pushing God out and making way for more sin. You know, it's Moses' words of caution to the people of Israel that say this, Be sure your sin will find you out. We just read that. But let's dig deeper. It's also repeated and echoed directly by Paul, where it says, Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. A man reaps what he sows. Whoever sows to please their flesh, from the flesh they will reap destruction. Whoever sows to please the Spirit, from the Spirit will reap eternal life. You know, it's from an article written by Grace to You. It says this, The Scripture tells us God sees not as man sees. For man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. That's 1 Samuel 16.7. But it goes on to say here, No sin, not even a whispered curse or a fleeting evil thought, is hidden from the view of God. In fact, if we realize that God himself is the only audience for such secret sins, we might be less inclined to write them off so lightly. Those who think they can evade shame by sinning in secret will discover one day that open disclosure of their secrets before the very throne of God is the worst shame of all. So you think maybe God isn't paying attention. Well, I've got news for you. He is. And you might want to pay attention to what he thinks. Let's take a look at the story of Achan in the Bible. It's Joshua 7 that tells us this story. It's a story about concealing sin and thinking you will get away with it. God had delivered Jericho into the Israelites' hands. They had been instructed to destroy everything, everything except Rahab, her family, and the gold and silver, bronze, and iron. God commanded the people not to keep any of those items for themselves. 
but instead for God into the treasury of the tabernacle. So what did Achan do here? The complete opposite. And guess what happened next? He was found out. Big time. Needless to say, it didn't end well at all. God used his life as an example to all of us. A little bit of Bible commentary on this reads this, The history of Achan teaches the solemn lesson that for one man's sin, the displeasure of God will rest upon a people or a nation till the transgression is searched out and punished. Sin is corrupting in its nature. One man infected with its deadly leprosy may communicate the taint to thousands. Those who occupy responsible positions as guardians of the people are false to their trust if they do not faithfully search out and reprove sin. The love of God will never lead to the belittling of sin. It will never cover or excuse an unconfessed wrong. It has to do with all our acts and thoughts and feelings. It follows us and reaches every secret spring of action. By indulgence in sin, men are led to lightly regard the law of God. Many conceal their transgressions from their fellow man and flatter themselves that God will not be strict to mark iniquity. But his law is the great standard of right, and with it every act of life must be compared in that day when God shall bring every work into judgment, with every secret thing, whether it be good or evil. Purity of heart will lead to purity of life. All excuses for sin are vain. Who can plead for the sinner when God testifies against him? So, who else can we think of that tried to conceal their sin from God in the Bible? How about David and his affair with Bathsheba, as well as his murder of Uriah, where David ordered that Uriah be moved to the front line of the battle where he was killed? How about Ananias and his wife Sapphira and their attempt to keep what belonged to God? Didn't end well for either of them either. It says here they were carried out. Both had their consequences given to them. Both were found out. God already knew. And we have many more examples in the Bible. Sometimes it looks like you're getting away with it. But it always comes back around. If not sooner than later. But trust me, it will happen. There's an old saying that says, what goes around comes around. But it's not karma. It's your sins. Hebrews chapter 4 verses 13 says this, And there is no creature hidden from his sight, but all things are naked and open to the eyes of him to whom we must give an account. How about the leaders in our government? Those in Congress, the politicians and so-called elites, thinking that money and power will allow them to hide their deeds. How much corruption, fraud, and deception goes supposedly unnoticed? How much more in front of us with no consequences or accountability? It's something we see every day on the news. It's in our papers. We read about it online. It's in our own cities and towns, ingrained in our minds by now, and associated with certain ones. Every one of them with an agenda, a narrative, and a sin to hide. But they will have to give an account someday. These people are clearly committing crimes 
and all they get is a slap on the wrist, if that, and little to no media coverage. But those who have done absolutely nothing end up in prison and on the front page. But God knows. He sees them. I can promise you that. Even the things done in secret. You know, even those who crucified Christ, they have got away with it, but only temporarily. Even those sins will be revealed. When we see that nothing is coming from any of this, when we think that they are getting away with it, we feel a righteous anger. We may even sometimes wonder why God is allowing this to happen. How can this go on for so long? We don't see everything. We don't know everything that's happening here. We don't see the big picture. Only God does. He has a perfect plan. And it's free from all sin. Someday sin will be completely destroyed. God gives people free will. They make their own choices. Even if that's to help conceal the corruption, the lies and secrets. They are either with God or against Him. Sometimes we won't be able to know the why until we see the Lord ourselves someday. We can only see with our eyes, eyes of a human. God can see with eyes that are far beyond that which we can see with, eyes that can pierce through all things. It's in Isaiah chapter 29, verse 15 that reads this, Woe to those who seek deep to hide their counsel far from the Lord, and their works are in the dark. They say, who sees us and who knows us? This isn't just for the unbeliever. It also goes for the Christian too. Let's take a look at some more commentary on this. It says, many have the erroneous idea that all future judgment is eradicated by their salvation. Indeed, Jesus' blood cleanses us from the sins that would have kept us from the kingdom. However, it does not exempt us from the judgment of how we conducted ourselves as believers, whether good or bad. Some people, so-called Christians, don't even try to hide it anymore. They put it all out in the open for all to see. They display it openly, as if they are mocking God. Have you no shame? We see you. Even worse, God sees you. Some try to justify what they are doing as somehow righteous, they take something wicked and try to make it good. They try to deceive others, bending the sin and making them think it's good, noble, and true, trying to blend the two. They are deceitful and wicked. We see it in our own churches, preached to us behind the pulpit in regards to certain gender and sexual ideologies that have infiltrated the church, twisting scripture in order to confirm with culture of this world. It says in Ecclesiastics 12.14, For God will bring every work into judgment, including every secret thing, whether good or evil. You know, it's said that there are no secrets that time will not reveal. How true that is, time will reveal every single secret. Because God is at the end of time. Thinking about covering it up? Well, not a chance. Proverbs chapter 28, 13 reads this, He who covers his sins will not prosper, but whoever confesses and forsakes them will have mercy. 
Who here thinks they can outrun God? It's not even remotely possible. God is in everything. He is in all places that exist. Running from your problems is a race you will never win. God is omnipresent, and His presence is inescapable. The Bible tells us about this. Let's take a look at a story of the fall of man. This includes Adam and Eve and us, if you really think about it. We all know this childhood story. Let's read through a portion of it now. It says here in Genesis chapter 3, verses 1-10, through 10, Now the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, Has God indeed said, You shall not eat of every tree of the garden? And the woman said to the serpent, We may eat the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, You shall not eat it, nor shall you touch it, lest you die. Then the serpent said to the woman, You will not surely die, for God knows that in the day you eat of it, your eyes will be opened, and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, that it was pleasant to the eyes, and a tree desirable to make one wise, she took up its fruit and ate. She also gave to her husband with her, and he ate. Then the eyes of both of them were opened, and they knew that they were naked, and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves coverings. And they heard the sound of the Lord walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And guess what happened? Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of God. They hid themselves among the trees of the garden. Then the Lord God called to Adam and said to him, Where are you? So he said, I heard your voice in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself. Hey Eve, did you hear that? Sounds like God is coming. See those bushes? Let's hide in those over there. Maybe God won't find us. Maybe he can't see us. Maybe he won't know what we've done. They were ashamed. They knew what they had done. Can you imagine trying to hide anything from God, including yourself? But that's just what happened. They hid themselves from their sin and from God. But God was already there. He already knew. And that is exactly what is happening today. We have believers and unbelievers hiding their sin from God, thinking that they're going to get away with it or ignoring it completely. It's in the manuscript release, number 369, The Bible and the Law. It says this, God's law reaches to the internal as well as the external actions of men. It is a discerner of the thoughts and intents and purposes of the soul. A man may be guilty of sins which God alone knows. God's law is indeed a searcher of the hearts. There are dark passions of jealousy and revenge and hatred and lust and wild ambition that are covered up from human observation. And the great I am, he knows it all. Sins have been contemplated and yet not carried out for want of opportunity. God's law makes a record of all of these. 
These hidden away, secret sins, form character. The law of God condemns not only what we have done, but what we have not done. We will, in the day of the final accounts, find a register of the sins of omission as well as the sins of commission. God will bring every work into judgment with every secret thing. It is not enough that by your own measurement of character you prove you have done no positive wrong. The fact that one has done no positive good will be enough to condemn him as a wicked and slothful servant. As we can see, running, hiding, ignoring, covering up sin in general, in any form, just doesn't work. At least not for long. It will all come out in the end, and you will be left with nothing. Your sins will find you out. So in closing, with everything said, and all of this out in the open, my question to you is this. Why not uncover your sins with God? Why not lay all of them down once and for all in front of Him and sacrifice each one before the foot of the cross? Why not become new and put aside the sin you have stored up for so long? Let Him lift you up. How many secrets? How full is your closet? If not now, then when? Don't wait until God has to do it for you. Do it for yourself. Do it for your own salvation. You don't have to hide anymore. You can empty yourself of all of it. Confess to God and those you wronged and become a new creation. It is 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17 that reads this, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. This includes your secret sense. It was Lewis Berry Chafer that once said this, It may be a secret sin on earth, but it's an open scandal in heaven. Well, that's all for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. We have so much more coming your way. You can find Return to Truth on many different podcast apps. Just search for Return to Truth and look for the logo. Make sure to follow this podcast channel on any of those apps or websites to stay up to date. Don't forget to then comment and rate because we want to hear from you. And please share this podcast as much as you can. We now have means of communication. You can now reach us on Instagram. Just search the name, return underscore to underscore truth, and look for the logo. New episodes are dropping every single Monday. So remember to stay tuned for our next episode as we return to truth.